All right, welcome everybody to another episode of I Can Do This All Day. I'm Dan, I'm the part-time Avenger. On with me is... Mark, the resident Jedi, and uh, today Dan has decided to put me through a very painful and torturous experience in that we've decided to rank and review the, uh, would you call it the DCEU? Is that yes. the official name? Um, For the most part, there's one movie that technically isn't canon, but um, oh, technically, I'm, oh, the, well, there's two versions of it. Yes, there's two versions of it. Um, yeah, it, it th- these were these are these are some of our uh, favorite characters, and maybe they're not so favorite uh, realizations. Um, I was talking to my wife before we started, and she was like. Oh, are you going to talk about Batman and Robin? And I'm like, no, that didn't make the cut. Huh? <laughs> also would not be near the top if it did, but excited to talk DC, something we haven't done yet. And, uh, and we've got 11 different films to talk through, maybe, maybe 10 and a half films to talk through. Um, but maybe Dan, 12, uh, maybe 12, 12. <laughs> maybe 12 in a couple of weeks. There'll be 12. Yeah. Um, but Dan, you want to kick it off? Yeah, so we're going to go from worst to first. And uh, out of the 11 movies that I picked, there was only one that without a doubt was just the bottom of the barrel, worst of the worst. I could not even bring myself to laugh out loud at a movie theater. Um, I saw it in the movie theater, super disappointed because it had the potential of being really, really good. And that is Suicide Squad. Uh, So the David Ayer Suicide Squad. Uh, That is the bottom of the barrel of my picks. It it looks like you're going to say something, Mark. I'm. I was. I was making sure it wasn't the Suicide Squad. No, not the James Gunn Suicide Squad. Yeah, David Ayer Suicide Squad. Uh, I believe he was the director. I, I might be incorrect on that one, but I'm pretty sure it's David Ayer. But um, all right, so I'm going to go right off the bat with some good points. Okay, so Viola Davis is Amanda Waller. Fantastic. Excellent casting for that particular character. Um, She was she was spot on with everything and and very, you know, I wasn't big on the comics on this, but from what research I had done, uh, it's about as accurate as you can get. She played very, uh, a very intimidating um, baddie, if you will. Uh, Jared, Jared Leto's Joker. All right. So he got a lot of flack for this. I thought it was fine. I thought it was an okay Joker in the sense that he took it in a different direction. He put his own spin on it. It was a little bit more modernized. Uh, so I was okay with it. The lack of uh, eyebrows I, didn't bother you. What's that? The lack of eyebrows. No, fine. Okay, fine. Uh, the one thing that, that irked me that he did was the little, hand over the face with the the smile and just that was kind of stupid and were and you mad he that, didn't have white gloves on i d- didn't care didn't care i dude i thought and you probably know why i like this because i have a pair of matching shoes but that purple alligator leather jacket chef that, that, that is that is very badass. you yeah that is very <laughs> you but uh um, yeah that was those were some two 
good spots about that movie. I, I actually, you know, not everything was bad, but I really did not enjoy the movie for the most part. Um, I'm not sure if you're like me, but I have this sense if I'm going to like a movie or not. If I start hearing popular music, like for no reason that it doesn't match what the movie's all about, then I'm like, oh, this is a cash grab. This is like an MTV Music Award cash grab that they're just going to throw in a whole bunch of pop music. And that is the reason why I'm watching this movie. And so the music, I didn't. the songs were fine, right? But I'm saying in the context of the movie, it really ruined it for me. And I just didn't enjoy it. And it took me out of the movie in a lot of instances. Um, Will Smith, unpopular opinion, I do not care about Will Smith as a lead in this movie. He's got his swagger, but you know what? A, a little too much Will Smith for me. And um, yeah, I just didn't dig it. I didn't dig his character. Uh, I thought his overall screen presence was just too much. Like I, I read somewhere that he really wanted to make sure that he was top billing and everyone was aware that he was the top star. I get it, man. You have Fresh Prince in a DC movie. All right, I get it. You know, uh, DJ Jazzy Jeff, you couldn't fit a Minto part for this, but you don't need to expand on your Will Smith theatrics too much. Uh, Harley Quinn. So this is another unpopular opinion. I thought her Harley Quinn was annoying in this movie. Better in the other movies, which we'll talk a little bit about later, but her accent was inconsistent. So I was like really bothered by that. Like pick it. If you're going to do your little Jersey accents or whatever it was, stick with it. Don't go back and forth between an American accent or the little, little Harley Quinn accent. Just stick with it. And then um, the worst part, in my opinion, about this movie, wish there's a lot of bad things about this movie, but I'm sure you'll have something to say about it. Um, but archaeologists, Dr. June Moon, played by Cara Delevingne, who looks like she's 14 in the movie, and she's supposed to be an archaeologist, and she is one of the big baddies, or, you know, the, I, I couldn't stand it, man. I just could not stand it. That, that was almost like Denise Richards in the James Bond movie, like she's supposed to be like a nuclear astrophysicist, and here's this very young-looking model, very beautiful woman right but by no means does she look like an archaeologist that i don't know I'll, I'll refrain from my crude comments what do archaeologists look like dan well you know what they don't look like someone with painted on eyebrows and, and a very youthful appearance they they should have a whip and a and a hat they should and, and hey, a man, fedora that's, that's is that one... what we're talking about that's they were one there we're going there we're going but I, I so we're going to disagree on this one and i'll dig more in into my thoughts on it later i think that we have some opposing views um but how dare you uh, uh uh they gave us exactly what we wanted with harley quinn in that movie exactly just margot roby going a little crazy and eye candy that was the whole point of the character in that movie and it was nailed in my opinion and when my wife listens to this, she's probably going to punch me. But that's exactly my thoughts on that. Hey, I'm going to I'm going to counter. Go, go ahead. No, I'm not saying it wasn't. She is not a good 
Harley Quinn. I'm not saying that. I just found her character in this movie inconsistent and annoying because the accent wasn't on 100% throughout the entire movie. I didn't catch that. I didn't catch that. And maybe that's because the movie, the entire movie didn't. Maybe there were areas where it didn't keep your attention in general because this is not a great movie in a list of a bunch of not great movies. So just so you know, too, like is for everyone who's watching or listening, um, you know, we're not biggest dc fans we like you know we like the characters and we watch the movies obviously of course but i rewatched this hunk or i'm sorry not hunk this big pile of garbage again today just to make sure that the steaming pile of shit was fresh in my mind when i talked about it awful movie awful movie worst of the worst off to you i'm gonna counter with the movie that I literally stopped watching the first time I tried to watch it. And let me give you context about time of when I stopped watching it. This was literally in the, in the, the hot spot of 2020 in the pandemic when it was released on HBO Max. And they were like, here, have this for free. And Birds of Prey, terrible. Just the worst. You go from spunky Harley in 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 Suicide Squad to oh woe is Harley Harley. Oh I'm sad Harley. Oh I need a girl power movie. Why do we have DC Spice World on this list at all? Does not belong. Does not belong. They took what was this badass group of female characters in the comics that were edgy, that were that were vigilant. And, and they, they made it super fluffy girl power, which which is kind of a DC theme a little bit as they were trying to maximize on a few things. But one of the DC themes that I think is ridiculous is they always force their female lead characters to be injured by a man or to be weakened by a man. And that's 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 some that's some things that Carol Danvers wouldn't deal with homeboy. So okay. I'm just saying that 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 kind of just like why like for real, that, that but but there were some great characters that they touched on. It was nice to see them dig into the bag, right? In general, in this movie, and and touch on some of the other the other you know characters that were a little bit um, far stretching. We'll talk more about that when we talk about the other Suicide Squad. Um, but in general, I was a little. I was just, I was really disappointed in this. I thought it would grab me. I was excited. I enjoy Margot Robbie's uh, Harley Quinn. I might be butchering her name. I don't know if it's Robbie or Roby or whatever, but I love her. She's great. She's also a super big nerd. So if she somehow is listening to our podcast, uh, good on you, Margot. Keep oh, going. She will be. Oh, uh, totally. Yeah. Be. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. Right. Um, but in general, <laughs> I, I think that, uh, I, I think that this movie just didn't, it did, didn't get me. It didn't get me. And it's not a it's not a sexist thing. It's not anything like that. It was just like, nah, nah, can't can't do it. I, I The whole first 30 minutes are like a big, sad sob story with an egg sandwich. And I'm just like, huh? So were you laying in bed while watching this movie? No, I was sitting in my living room. I was laying on the couch. There was sunlight. It wasn't nighttime. It was mid pandemic. I'm pretty sure that. Um, Based on the date it came out, my son was not born yet. It came out February 7th of 2020. Is that right? 
I don't know when your son was born. No, but so. okay. He was, he was born <laughs> in 21. He was born in 21. So this came out, this came to HBO Max. It didn't release on HBO Max, but it came to HBO Max early in the pandemic when we were like, I had already watched Tiger King. I had already like gotten through a lot of stuff. And it was like, okay, what else can we watch? No other. The, the last movie I saw pre-pandemic in the theaters was Rise of Skywalker. I was ready for a good movie. And this just didn't deliver. Didn't deliver, my friend. So were, what do you say? Like the acting was bad? Were you just not entertained? It's it, the story. It didn't it, it wasn't it didn't build enough for me. It didn't it didn't the, the boohooness didn't didn't it started out. It started out sour and it didn't change the flavor for me. That's a strong character that they made weak because of the Joker in the in the cartoon where Harley Quinn was really introduced. Batman, the animated series, the best Batman. Um uh, solely due to Mark Hamill and Kevin Conroy. Uh, uh, she didn't get sad when the Joker left her in prison or any of those episodes. She got pissed off and like was super strong and teaming up with other female baddies. Where in this situation, sad Harley. Oh, sad Harley. No. Okay. All right. Well, I'm, I'm going to hold off on and there's, a little bit of that. There is another in, in this list. There's another movie where they approach sad Harley in what I would consider to be a much better way by a much better filmmaker. Okay. All right. Hey, it's, it's your, it's your bottom of the list. So suicide squad, David Ayer, suicide squad and birds of prey for you. All right. Um, I'm going to go on to my number 10 just because I want to save a little bit of, of conversation, but uh I'm going to go with Joss Whedon's Justice League. That is my second worst, in my opinion, DC movie. And the reason as to why, once again, I was in the theater. I was rolling my eyes and I was like looking to the side of me thinking like, am I, is everyone else taking crazy pills? Because you guys are not, you're not making any type of like, sigh of like oh god like what the hell is that like they're just stone-faced audience i'm hoping that they were just like shocked and appalled by everything i actually went with my uh, niece and nephews to this and right afterwards i asked them like oh so what did you think about it like oh it was good and i was like the fuck out of here are you kidding me awful movie awful 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 movie um not all bad but in the list it's right down there at the bottom. Um, and let's get it right out of the way. Superman's face. Why? Oh, why? Did you not spend the extra cash or, or whatever? You know, you couldn't, you know, Luke Skywalker's walking around looking fairly normal in. Oh, the, the new deep fakes are hot. The new deep fakes are amazing. Wonderful. And, uh, you know, to, not to go into Star Wars, but, you know, you've got other characters that were CGI'd so much better. And then you got, like, donkey-faced Henry Cavill, where, like, someone kicked him in the mouth, and he's got a mouthful of bubblegum as well, too. <laughs> like, it just looks awful. And I, I was just wondering, like, did test audiences think that this was a good idea? And just like, I don't mind it. Just pass it through. So... I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to reveal a secret to you, Dan. 
this movie ranks exactly the same place for me. And I wonder support, why. And to support your argument, a movie that we talked about in a previous podcast, Rogue One, a Star Wars story, came out in 2016, where they created a completely deep fake Grand Moff Tarkin. This movie came out in 2017, where they couldn't figure out a top lip for an actor. Where they or couldn't say, where, where, I'm, I'm just saying, or they couldn't say, you know what? Finish Missing Impossible. We'll wait a few weeks. Right. It's not that big of a deal. We'll figure it out. For those who aren't aware that Henry Cavill had to contractually have his mustache for Mission Impossible. And that's the reasoning as to why for the reshoots. That's why he has the horse face. Hashtag Henry Cavill horse face. Started. I was like, did his upper lip decompose a little bit? Is that what's going on here? It was did, so did bad. Doomsday bite his mouth. Arr. The <laughs> only good thing from that was like all the memes and like screenshots of that that would come up afterwards. Like I, I still laugh when I see it. It was distracting. It, it, in a, in a, of course. And, and the other thing about that movie is it, it looked like what it was a jumble together. It looked like back in the day when people used to like, recut movies for the hell of it and it was disjointed and crappy it was somebody using bits and pieces of somebody else's art to make something else for money that's that's all it was and it turns out josh whedon's kind of an asshole so i'm not upset at how bad this turned out sorry so were Buffy you thinking fans. yeah i know right so were you thinking that like when joss whedon was taking over he's like oh cool like he did an avengers movie this will be way better I wasn't a huge fan of the first Avengers movie from a, from a, uh, I, I love the fact that it was on screen, but I wasn't like this cinematically is amazing. Sure. Cinematically that Avengers movie is kind of not great. So he took his kind of not great cinematic eye and brought it here. Great TV director. Get the fuck out of movies, dude. It seems like he's going to be out of him anyway. Like he's pissed off so many people. He's it came out that he like threat didn't he threaten um uh, um why is her name escaping me? Wonder Woman. Gal Gadot. Yeah, you don't threaten Gal Gadot and and live. Like he he's just bashing Gal and all that stuff. I'm just like you are not a good person because she is a national imported treasure. Wonder Woman's the saint. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. Best uh, actor in the movie. Mm, I mean, maybe. Jeremy Irons is really good, too. Yeah, he is. Jeremy uh, Irons, he, he Alfred, pretty underrated. That was pretty spot on. I did enjoy him. Um, you know, Justice League, I think the reason why it ranks so low for me is the fact that besides the whole the whole thing that they rushed it and then it's like, okay, there was a Superman movie and a movie with Batman and Superman and Wonder Woman in it. Let's just rush and put together Justice League. Besides that, um, I, I just thought that overall... Well, Wonder, Woman, Wonder Woman came out before Justice League. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, like the Wonder Woman movie. Yeah, did, did it? I can't remember. June 2nd, 2017. Okay. Justice League, November 17th. Same okay. year. So, all right. So, yeah, fine. But um, I, I guess it was just like completely underwhelming in the fact that 
you put these characters together and nothing happened. Like really nothing happened. There's like Bruce Wayne, uh, by the way, Ben Affleck, still the bomb. Not only was he the bomb in Phantoms, he was also the bomb as Batman. Um, Word, bitch. To that. Batfleck like a motherfucker. I, I might say he's my favorite Batman. Not my favorite Bruce Wayne, mm. but my favorite Batman. That's debatable for another. I'm going to say that he did not have enough. He Because he didn't get a standalone Batman movie, I can't qualify him as holding the character throughout. I can. And, and we'll talk more about it as we get more into the the like BVS and stuff like that. But I, I have I have a little bit. I liked him a lot. Don't get me wrong. Better than Val Kilmer. Um, but I've got thoughts. Yeah. And I, I'm open to that. I'm not mm-hmm. like he can yeah. do no wrong. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it, so what did you think about Aquaman? I'm on the I'm I'm kind of on the side of 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 Carl Drogu in this situation. I just like Aquaman. I think is I think is pretty great. I so, wasn't I was fine with him as Aquaman in this. Mm-hmm. Um, if anything, I, I thought he did get a like a bum rap to where he's like, you know, everything that he says is all right. You know, like, well, it is, yeah. but that's okay. It's consistent. Yeah, it, it it just needs to be consistent. Nothing else in this entire movie is consistent. They have so many amazing actors in this film, even the supporting actors. We talked about Jeremy Irons. They've got Miles Bennett Dyson from T two is in this movie, yes. right? I love that he's touching technology again, right? And it's just like all of these things. Um, are going on and it's just like why does it feel like we're missing something and it turns out we were missing a lot and I'm sure we'll talk about that second best scene in that movie involved Aquaman where he's like I don't want to die I'm young it's, it's the, the time where he's just sitting on the uh, lasso of truth I thought that was just like the second best scene in that entire movie um, it was just really really cool to, and, and funny you know it was like legitimately mm-hmm. funny and um yeah that's it um, there's not really much else i i have to say about no. the movie was it entertaining sure if you are a dc fan and you wanted to see all of those characters on the big screen and you know it's like oh my god just league's the best i hope that you enjoyed the movie for me not my cup of tea and i was underwhelmed number 10 for me yeah yeah no same for me we're, we're agreed on 10 and and I, again to your point this movie felt rushed and it felt rushed for different reasons i think now like in hindsight knowing what we know it felt rushed because it was really just cut up and somebody was trying to put their own spin on it that didn't have as much invested uh you know that that snyder did um so i am glad that he got a chance to to do his version which we'll talk about, I'm sure, at some point. But um, technically, you're next because I just rode your coattails at number 10. So what's your number nine? Number nine. uh, And I think the reason why I didn't like this particular movie because I didn't see the 82 other ones prior to this, uh, but it would be Wonder Woman 84 is my number nine. Um, I was super stoked for this movie. 
because I really enjoyed uh, the first Wonder Woman. And, you know, I, I even from the trailer, I was like, hell yeah, man, you got the you got the 80s vibe going on, everything. And, you know, the trailer seems pretty darn funny and entertaining. But um, yeah, so I'll start off with some good things. I love the 80s vibe. Uh, Pedro Pascal, you know, love him from all the movies that he's acted in, even some of the the lesser known ones uh, like Triple Frontier on Netflix. He was really cool in that that particular movie. But um, Kristen Wiig. I did. I was a little bit concerned about Kristen Wiig as a character. Now she nailed it as, you know, it, the human form. And then, you know, that it, it, a lot of movies suffer from like the third act final battle um, and DC and even the MCU DC movies. like every time every time in the really? third act. It's, it's, they, they need a little, they need a coffee break. Yeah, but um, I think it was just the main reason why it's like down there is that that third act. And even like halfway through the second just lost me. I was like, what's going on and why what's happening in this movie? Like, who's really the bad guy? Is this, you know, is Pedro Pascal's character really just this prick that's just trying to rule the world? And like, I I don't know, but you know, uh, Chris Pine. It was cool to see him back. Uh, kind of weird how they brought him back. You know, like there was only Diana one was person that saw him. She she catfished herself essentially. It's like you know she fell in love with someone online, and she knew that that person wasn't the person. But was like, eh, I'll just pretend. I'll pretend it's the person. It's so weird. Just really weird. It, it's weird that they took such a strong character and made her very weak because she needed Chris Pine. Now, I agree. But devil's advocate, do you think that it could just be like, well, why can't someone mourn the love of their life? Granted, it was like for 50 years. But... I think if you take Chris Pine out of this movie, it's better. Really? I don't, I don't know. Chris, Chris Pine. Pine was... I don't think. I don't think. I mean, Chris Pine is an actor, yes, but I think there's ways to remove his character entirely. You sure. could have used a different dude, or you know, um, you, you could have pulled another DC character in. You could have like, oh, this person's a superhero too. You could have. You could have done something else. Anything. <laughs> anything else because it, it was just like well we liked their chemistry let's put them back together we need to find a reason oh she's just imagining him it was a clever way though i thought i thought it was a clever way because she makes the wish obviously he's dead he can't fucking come back but it's the it's his essence there you go <laughs> yeah no except for she was essencing all over some other dude that's weird uh, isn't the it? whole movie like it's very weird it's it's like you, you accept it because visually oh it's chris pine in a members only jacket this is great but really it's like no it's not chris pine in a members only jacket no that's not his fanny pack this is odd yeah. you need therapy like therapy was big in the 80s except for wonder woman the movie was good 
but it could be better. The movie was serviceable and a very poor follow-up to the initial. I I would say that the first half was okay. I thought the first half was good. Second half lost me. And like my, my wife even fell asleep and I was like, fuck, she fell asleep. I'm not really that invested in this, but I watched it anyways. Um, That cool part at the end though, the end credits with, uh, yes, that was was pretty sweet. That was a redeeming factor. That's, that's why it's a little higher for me. It's a little higher for me because there was some, some fan service. There was some good points to it. Right. And I'll talk about my favorite part. Okay. Um, but, but let's go on to your number nine. I don't have much else to say about the, my number nine is number nine for many, many reasons for me. So I'll set the scene for you. March 25th, 2016 was my birthday. And I went to the theaters with the wife thinking they're going to do Henry Miller's Dark Knight Returns, which is arguably one of the top three Batman storylines to ever grace comic pages. Like I grew up during... um during uh, 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 Nightfall with with the original like Bane comic and the uh, the the Azrael taking over as Batman craziness with the shooting like Batman 500. I still have that fold out issue of Batman. So, so do I, please my don't so do think I. that I am a poser when I talk about best Batman storylines. Frank Miller's not the top for me, but it's in the top like three. Um, right. I, 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 we're not ranking that right now, but I'm like. This is an awesome storyline. This is going to go so good. And it at the beginning, it was it was doing okay. We saw alcoholic Alfred. We saw the Batman do his Rocky montage, which I was like, okay, I'm okay, okay. And you got the Robin suit with Joker heckling him and stuff. And you're like, oh, shit, son, there's some things going on here. This is like a little dark. It's dark. It's dark. And then Martha. And I'm like, what does that? What? Dude loves his mother. What? Both of them. No. And that's where you lost me. It was over. It was like that that makes what and it just all downhill. And then they took. And, and I think that the reason is they were just trying to do too much of this movie. They were trying to take the death of Superman, another huge, independently gigantic, epic comic book storyline, and jam it together with the Frank Miller Batman storyline, which happened at completely different time arcs for the characters, completely different everything. And they're just like, Oh man, Marvel's doing really good. And they're focused on one thing. You know, we can do, we can focus on seven. Let's do that. And they just, it was too much. It was too much. And somebody said, man, did you know Superman's mom's name is the same as Batman's mom's name? And it was over. And it was, (laughs) it was like, uh, it was the giant spider in wild, wild west. Thank God. I never saw that movie. What? Wicked Wild Wild. No, uh, it just, just that the movie. Uh, and from there, it just didn't get me. It, I was, it was over for me. It was over. I enjoyed Batfleck. I enjoyed the anger he brought to the role. It was very, you know, 
it was very good. I, I enjoyed, but then, and I, I like Henry Cavill as, as Superman. I am a big Henry Cavill fan. Um, but this movie was so it, it, it suffered from like the transition from second to third act. Just, just. All right. Well, that was our number nines. Um, why don't you start off on, on your number eight? Well, conveniently, my number eight is your number nine, which is Wonder Woman 1984. Uh, the, the redeeming point in this movie for me was the invisible jet. I was really stoked on that, and they did it. And I was like, ah, they're doing the invisible jet, which was that, cool. That was cool. That was cool. Um, but you, you mentioned a lot of the good stuff from this movie, right? Like, they, they did a really nice job of put of the 80s motif to it. They touched on a lot of the 80s stuff. And, you know, as, as a child of the, the uh, mid to late 80s, it was nice to see all that stuff. Um, and it was, it, was, it was really cool. Um, in that regard, again, the Chris Pine thing for me is lost me and the Chitara at the end of it. I was like, really, you couldn't do something else. She's got all her fancy armor on and you're just, I'm a cheetah. Like, really? You're a cheetah that quick? Uh, I don't think so. Uh, I think predator. Yeah, no, whatever. Kristen Wiig was so good in that movie and then they fucked it up. Yeah, they fucked it up. Also, I'd like to mention that the CGI in that movie was considerably better than Henry Cavill's upper lip. Um, And that'll be a continuing theme throughout this podcast. My number eight is Aquaman. Aquaman. So uh, I think I've said this for every movie I've said so far. Another movie that I rolled my eyes in the theater as things were going. I'm going to talk about some good stuff. Um, it had the best intro song with the, the Cigarillo song, Badass. If, if, if any of you remember the uh, the old uh, Prince of Persia, Sands of Time um, commercial back in the early 2000s, they used Deep the same God. song. Really awesome song. And um, the reason I like that song, when I heard that, I was like, okay, I can get into this. Um, Nicole Kidman. Fantastic. I, I just love Nicole Kidman. She can do no wrong by me. Uh, Patrick Wilson and William Defoe were great. And it was super sweet to see underwater Drago. Dolph Lundgren, all, all jacked and shit, but, uh, you know, another, another dude under the sea. Um, but it was inconsistent with, like, the story with the, D, with the DC EU movies. And so that was one of the things that, like, I just didn't understand. Um, and I guess, like, it was kind of just, like, weak overall. Like, I thought it was, like, very beautiful. I think it was James Wan that directed it. And um, it was a very, you know, beautiful scene setting. Almost like uh, Black Panther and Wakanda. That's what that was like for, for Aquaman. So th- these are all really good things. It was just super underwhelming because... Amber Heard's character was weak. The wig was even weaker. Um, Jason Momoa all of a sudden went from like cool bro to the bro you don't want to hang out with on occasion because he's just too much sometimes. So I was like, eh, I was kind of Jason Momoa out on this one. Um, But yeah, that's, it just was, 
probably exactly where it was supposed to be in terms of like how it's going to wow me. There's not much else I can say. There's not, it's not horrible, but you know, it's, it's also, it's also not a top tier movie. Okay. Okay. I'll save my comments for when it comes up for me. Okay. But I respect that. I respect your opinion. Um, and when it comes to number seven, in my opinion, it is the Suicide Squad, the James Gunn adaption of the Suicide Squad. And while you look shocked, I'm going to tell you a few things about this, right? Prior to this movie, James Gunn went back to back on some of the absolute best ragtag team up movies ever. He balanced those movies. They had great soundtracks, great stories, and everything. And this movie was so unbalanced, had terrible music, the worst music. It's like, oh, we don't have a music budget. Just grab bullshit and put it in here. Um, so bad. So, so terrible. And it, it was a Peacemaker movie. It wasn't a Suicide Squad movie. It was Peacemaker featuring Harley Quinn, which they did so they could launch the Peacemaker mo- like show on HBO Max, which I've not taken in. I'm going to wait to binge the whole thing. Um, John Cena was a revelation in the in the part. I liked John Cena. I thought he was hilarious. But but could you see him? Yeah, I could. I could see him the whole movie. Okay, I see him the whole right, movie. Just making sure. Um, but but to the. The drop-in of Idris Elba for no reason. Like, what was the point of that? You couldn't get Will Smith back, so you needed a token guy to come in and do a thing. You didn't need him. Like, there were so many things that they they did that 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 were like, ugh. It just didn't work for me. I, I loved the twist at the beginning where they, where they kill them all. I was like, that's good, awesome. I liked the... the um, the 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 glowing orb guy. I can't believe I can't remember his name. Polka dot man. I loved polka dot man. I was like, oh, this is great. They're gonna go there. They're gonna go there, just like Lego Batman did, um, which was an amazing movie, by the way. Um, and if you don't like that movie, Danny, you, you need to look at the man in the mirror. I, I but I feel like this movie was so hyped and so meh. Like wor- worst James Gunn movie that I can think of. Oh no, about that. Yeah, it, I just expected so much more from this. Much like Batman versus Superman, where I'm like, oh my god, they're gonna do the thing. He was gonna do the thing, but he took. The, the, you're following up on a very serious, very gritty Suicide Squad movie in the first one, and you're going, did the Suicide Squad? I just didn't have it. It didn't do it for me. I couldn't get there. The Weasel hilarious the fact that he was still alive also hilarious um but it just it didn't no no the the thing about dc and the differentiation from marvel in my opinion is that dc is dirty and gritty and more real and this wasn't that this was outside of what i consider to be the canical dc though i will say the second best harley interaction because she was kind of making jokes about the joker not like feeling bad sitting on her couch binge eating because of the joker 
Like she didn't need, she needed a different kind of therapy in this movie. Um, so I didn't mind that part of it. I feel like we're just going to be all over on this place. Like I, I'm oh, not, we are, we are. And I love it, w- but we're not going to be able to <clears> talk <throat> about like the, uh, the stuff that we really liked or really like go at contention. Cause I'm holding back right now because obviously my movie's further up on this list. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. All right. So I'm, I'm hoping we, we have some, some level playing ground on this. Do you, on the do, next do you want to talk about anything that I said that you just completely disagree with? Do you want to go there now or do you want to go there later, Dan? I'll go there like later. You'll have to remind me of what, why you're... That's we'll fine. debate. We'll debate. Um, all right. So that was your number seven? That's my number seven. Right, What's your so number mine, six? My, my number seven is the Justice League Snyder Cut. Okay. Justice League Snyder Cut. Too damn long. So I watched it all in one sitting. And I just don't understand the breaking up of the into the different parts. You re, you know why like other movies break it up into different parts because they're making them into different movies, and a lot of this stuff to me didn't really flow. Beautiful, I thought cinematically and thematically it was way better. The story better than joss whedon's justice league but too damn not too damn long visually fantastic um but some things that kind of like stood out for me is the flash is a creepy weirdo i mean before he was just a nerd right like kind of like a nerd loser but in this one that whole scene where he fucking runs out of his shoes his shoes explode off because he's so fast and then he does like this rapist serial killer vibe stare at the girl who's flying out of the car too much. And it made me dislike his character. And so it was just like, wow, this guy's like a really weird loner creep. Wherein Joss Whedon's justice league. Yeah, it was funny. He was a lovable nerd type guy. And um, he was just like, yeah, he just needs friends. But his his scenes were way funnier. Here it's like you have a little bit of the humor, you still have a little bit of his quirkiness, but that quirk there's a fine line between quirky quirkiness and being a creep. He borderlined on a creep for me. So t- when you take my favorite character in the previous movie that I didn't really like and then make him worse, you know, that's that's a problem. Now it is better than the Joss Whedon Justice League as a whole, but not that much better. Not that much better. And, and you know, the, the Snyder Cut um, shouldn't have been called the Snyder Cut because I don't think he cut anything. I think everything that he shot, he just put on for the Snyder Cut. So that's that's my number seven. My number six is uh, Zack Snyder's Justice League. Um. I disagree. I like the length. I don't mind it. I don't mind the extra meat because I felt like the first Justice League or the 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 Whedon League was was just too spotty. It didn't give even backstory to all characters. You were meeting 
both the Flash and Aquaman for the first time. So we needed a little bit more for those Did people. You need not four hours more. Like, uh, the fact that they added more dark seed to it, they took it to that next level. They didn't hold any of the characters back. Like that's what happened with with Whedon is like, oh no, just one one baddie, one baddie. We want more baddies for later. No, let them all out. Let them interact. Show the Thanos in this universe, which is dark seed. Right, get there with it. And I thought that there was just so much more exposition and backstory and context to why. In the first one, it was like, look at all the things and look at the guy's horny head. We're going where this, like, actually told you that there was somebody else behind it. Like, it wasn't just a single person that we defeated and that was it. Um, it, it just, it just got it. It, it made Cyborg's character, um, it gave him more uh, for yeah. me. It gave him a ton more, um, and it just it just brought a lot more in it. I love the cinematic nature of it. Um, I'm a sucker for old school things like like placards and, and and chapters and that kind of thing. I'm like, okay, this is getting to be artistic, not just a comic book movie. And and I appreciate the art side of it, which is why it's ranked a little bit higher for me. Obviously, there are five movies ahead of it out of eleven, so it's a mid grade for me. But I enjoyed the Snyder Cut so much more than Justice League. And uh, I was in it. I was in it. It's, it's one of those movies that it takes a while to watch, right? Because it's, it's of that epic length in nature, right? But I feel like every watch, it gets a little bit better. I can't watch it more than once. I feel like that's just too much time. Too much time dedicated to a movie as a whole isn't even that good. I thought just the scenes with Superman were so much better in this. They were. It was. They it was were. the whole. The whole storyline was better. The length. I understand what you're saying. That's. I understand the what you're saying. Re- but then the split it into two movies. Low. The reason that they allowed it to release at this length is because it was not going to theaters. It was only going to streaming. Right. There's some context to why it's this long. If they would have let him do what he wanted, he probably would have split it up a little bit. Right. Like. This example is extra nerdy, right? And kind of childish. But if you think about the last two Harry Potter movies, you could have put them side by side and they'd be just as long as the Snyder Cut, right? The Deathly Hallows movies. And if you watch those Deathly Hallows movies back to back like that, you'd be like, oh, this is too long. But really, they had all the story that you needed. And I feel like this had the story you needed. Could have, would have, should have, though. Just like context. It's context. They fired the guy. And they didn't let him release the whole thing. The only reason they let him do this is because they needed subscribers for HBO Go. And they're like, you know what? Just do it. Everybody's pissed at us because we hired this guy that talks shit to Gal Gadot. So do your thing and we'll figure it out. We'll put it out there. And we're erasing the Snyder verse in general. We're breaking up the DCEU, uh, you know, because they're the, the Flash movie is going to be the last thing that they do that that ties into the DCEU. They're doing a second Shazam but that one is loosely associated from my understanding. This Batman movie that's coming out is not associated with at all. They're doing like the one-offs like Joker. Joker's not on this list because it's not a DCEU movie. Right. Right. So it's a mea culpa by Warner brothers. So don't blame Snyder for Warner brothers being bitches. I'm not blaming him. I'm blaming the fact that it's four plus hours long. Is it four? I believe so. 
four hours and two minutes. And, mm. and you know, like, I, I just so you know, I've never watched any of those Lord of the Rings movies. The only thing that I know from those movies is but Randall and Clerks 2. Yeah, <laughs> Randall and Clerks 2, his his interpretation of the movies where mm-hmm. they're just like walking and like there's like so many different endings uh in, in one of the movies too that's kind of what i thought about like the justice league is like okay it's gonna end here no we're gonna keep going we're gonna add in this other sequence here oh by the way we're throwing marvin it. marvin the martian or i'm sorry martian manhunter i'm thinking of a little looney tunes character we're gonna add him in too he looks cool don't get me wrong he looked really cool. He was cool. And then we're going to go into the nightmare dream sequence. And doesn't make sense to anything else. And we're never going to see anything else about it. Like, why even put that in the movie? Because I just could. don't understand. Because he could. It, it, again, there's That's- so much there's so much context around a director with bad blood in a company who's just begging him to do a thing to try and do fan service. So, you know, it didn't go through screen testing. Nobody looked at it. It was simply a director's cut. And normally director's cuts are saved for DVDs and they're not like they're only watched by the people who are really into it. So this is, you got to remember, like a, a bit of a fan service movie altogether. Right. Sure. And, and, and you got to give it a little slack because of that, because where the rest of the movies are trimmed for tightness and release, this was just like, they're streaming who cares back to your whole thing about you appreciate the art aspect of it this is a director flexing his artist director ish cock because this it's it's kind of like some bullshit like i'm gonna slow-mo something like this could be done in 10 seconds i'm gonna stretch this bitch out to 45 the slow-mo and the lens flare was a lot, right? They did it a lot. It was so many times. It was like, hey, JJ, I could do this twice as much as you and get away with it. It, it was like, right? you know, like Michael Bay is an, also one of those guys who like focuses on like the 360 slow-mo shots. He's like, I'm going to take that and I'm going to turn it up to 11. <laughs> and I'm going to throw in some like but cool colors and shit. Can you imagine watching that in IMAX? Like that big giant turn? It would have been so cool. Sure. But it would be. If we get 20 subscribers, I will do that. <laughs> okay. Because right good. now we're not even live. So whatever. Yeah. Hey, if we there's will a be. subscriber number, we, 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 or if one person comments, do the Snyder Cut thing, then we know they listened all the way to this episode and we'll... We'll do a watch along. We will give the fans what the fans want. Yes. So. Give them what they want. All right. So Our going cut into the Snyder cut. So that was your number six, right? Yeah. Yeah. That was my All number right. six. Number, number six for me is the Man of Steel. Um, good stuff. Uh, Russell Crowe is the shit. He is a badass Jarrell. You know, like before you had fat gray Marlon Brando as superman's dad here you've got superman's dad like this guy's a badass and he was riding his little space dragon or whatever the fuck it was and and krypton was awesome that was one of the big takeaways for me is like i left the theater actually no i was in the theater thinking to myself i'm like this is the best possible vision of krypton 
Um, I'm not a big Superman fan. I don't know what it's like in the comics, if it's similar to that, if they if they took a lot of the thematic stuff from that or or examples, but um, super into it. And I, I love the fact that it was like a futuristic type, like a true futuristic in my head, like where the old Christopher Reeves Superman was just like, it was, this is just a bunch of white people standing around in white robes with like crystals here was like, okay, this is like this, advanced civilization and there was purpose for their civilization too they had it really broken down methodical for each house and each character and everything um shitty final battle was the you know it was just too much um i love me some cgi battles every now and then but it was just too much you're gonna fucking fly into buildings into cornfields into ihop poor guy with the with i what was the name of um gosh what was the the ginger's name in that it, it was like his best friend in smallville but then they turned him into a, a white fat ginger kid but um oh my god yeah so anyways he, he worked at like an ihop and and they fucked up his ihop and poor guy <laughs> but uh you know when it comes to like those CGI battles, um, I'm willing to forgive if there's not like an exorbitant amount of property damage. <laughs> it just seemed like annoying. And like, I totally understand why Batman was pissed off because he fucked up a lot of shit in that battle. Um, and you know what? Here's another controversial take uh, for all you Superman fans out there, but I was okay with Superman snapping necks and cashing checks. Snapping Zex or snapping Zod's neck. I'm all for it. Perfect. Loved it. And he was remorseful afterwards, so I'm okay with it. He didn't want to do it, but he did it. I'm fine with it. Yeah, that was the only part of the movie that I didn't like is I was like, well, how you can do that? But Zod didn't just snap his neck. This is weird. I mean, I'm sure they were trying to beat you know, they were literally trying to throw each other into buildings, into cornfields, and having a nice wrestle, but... Yeah. No, I, 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 I have no qualms with, with any of your take on that movie. I will save my highlights for when it hits, um, when it hits for me, but I, I dug it. I dug it as well. Go on for your number five, sir. My number five is uh, Suicide Squad. The first version. You should add six to that. No, no, my friend. No, I think that it had such a grit to it that I was just a huge fan of. It had. Go ahead. You you say that there's grit in that movie, which is PG thirteen compared to the Suicide Squad with James Gunn, where there's like cold blooded murder. There's Tarantino level blood in that movie. It's campy not no sure sure it's campy and to to certain things but there's like rick flag's death was legit Mm -hmm. i just think that the visual style of the movie was what i wanted from a dc movie it was very batman-y it looked like it lived in gotham in that regard right it was very of the of the batman feel of dc visual styles it introduced us to harley in a way that i was a big fan of right they didn't make her weak. They made her strong, which is what she should be as a character. And unlike you, 
I dug the soundtrack. I love it when you give me some jams in a movie. I love it. It was Armageddon level soundtrack. That was going to be Armageddon level soundtrack. That was going to be my next question to you. Like, did you feel like you were at the MTV Music Awards? Because that's exactly what it was. Like, that's. Oh, man. Let's let's just get the top 20 list of songs. Put it in a fucking movie. It doesn't matter if it fits with the movie. Here you go. I think that if you've got all these young actors in it, if you've got your Cara Delevingne or whatever you say her name, right? You got to have you, you got to have the 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 right tunes to go with it. I I dug that. I bought the soundtrack to that movie. That's how much I enjoy it. I own it digitally because it was just full of some jams. So I was I was a big fan of 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 the Suicide Squad. Just the the soundtrack to it, and it just worked for me. Will Smith. I felt like he didn't want to be there for some of it, but I liked the interaction with his kid, you know, the bargaining with Batman, all that really, really worked for me. I didn't mind him. I didn't think he was trying to scene steal um, that much. I loved Viola Davis. She is such a bad motherfucker in this movie, right? Like she is the female Samuel L. Jackson in this movie. Um, you know, and I, 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 unlike the James Gunn version where they just killed everybody in a hilarious way and just like, look, everybody's dead. I liked that they killed a couple of them just like, <laughs> ooh, mm, you're dead. Right. I, I did. Who enjoy were the couple? That. I know Slipknot was like one right off the bat because yeah. you, you knew he was going to die because you didn't see him in any trailer. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Him and the, the, didn't they kill the, the boomerang dude? No. But he was out of it pretty quick. No, Captain Boomerang was in the Suicide Squad. So, you know, yeah. he, it's uh, what's his name? Fire, Fireboy. Yeah, Fireboy. That, that was, that Locos. Was, what was yeah. his name? What's his name in it? I really don't know. I don't either. Okay, cool. It's all good. But that, that was that was I like that. And I thought they did a good. I liked the character development pre-launch. I liked the way that they consistently set up each character. Like I, I enjoyed that. Okay, we're going to give you a little backstory to let you, and then bring them all together and see what this dynamic looked like. You know, I like that they gave you Killer Croc, who you never thought you'd see in a movie. Who, if I, you look at Killer Croc in this movie versus, um, <laughs> versus the Lizard and No Way Home, I mean, the CGI was so much. It was just meaner looking, right? It was, it was, it was, it was solid. So I, I was a fan. And again, it was it was gritty and they were independent in that way. And it was the Harley Quinn that I wanted to see. Harley won me in this movie. Margot won me in this movie. So Killer Croc, um, he was actually my first comic, uh, first Batman comic that I ever got. Um, I think it was like Batman 419. I'm not sure if it was his first appearance, but killer croc uh, is introduced in the comic and he fights bane and bane fucks him up like royally and um i was i was like pretty excited to see him in there but then i was like eh, you know like he's he's a badass but just it, it didn't hit my my nostalgia as a kid 
And so the funny thing is, I want to bring this up since it's it's so high on your list because that's number five, right? So mm-hmm. top half of the list. Um, that movie, and I'm not, you know, live or die by Rotten Tomatoes, but 26% rotten on that's that's like the rating on Rotten Tomatoes. Mm-hmm. So it's funny that that that's you know there's some other movies that are just like that for my picks, but just want to throw it in there just because it goes into my argument. So 26% rotten on Suicide Squad, whereas the Suicide Squad, 90% fresh. Just saying. I think that is that the Suicide Squad not going to age well. It, it, it just it 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 didn't it didn't. It didn't for me. I liked that they had to go. It in it just was it was gritty and I loved it. I was a big suicide. Fan. David Ayer Suicide Squad didn't age because I watched it once and I never wanted to watch it again. Mm. Although I did watch it again for this. I think that that's a theme across most of the DCEU movies for us. It's funny. Okay, so let's going on. Let's talk. I've about watched this movie multiple actually... times though. Like did you really... I will watch this movie. Yeah. Yeah. What was your favorite scene? I liked all the intros. Like that introducing the characters going through their their like day, how they were recruited, how they pulled them out. Like that was it for me. I loved that. And then it just, you know, moved in the end. The, the end battle scene was a little much for me. The sorceress is a character. Yeah. Eh. But I like that they took the time to give you a little bit more about the characters and just didn't jam them into there. Funny enough, um, when I rewatched it today, I didn't realize that David Harbour was in it. So not only was he Red Guardian, but he was whoever the hell he was in Suicide Squad. Interesting tidbit. That's it. That's all I got. And it's not a terrible movie. And and you know me, I like bad movies sometimes. It's just a thing. It's something that people have to deal with about me. I'm flawed. <laughs> It totally is a terrible movie, but <laughs> all right. Um, that, that'll be my last shot taken at that particular film. Mm. Um, so my number Not five... Not exactly a bullseye. Well, well, okay, hold on. Before I go on. So the another thing that kind of irked me was dead shots. Like, it was cool, but the... the the one little bullet hole in each of the targets where it's like he perfectly got them in the one bullet hole. I was like, I get it. You're good at shooting guns. All right. It's a comic book movie. I I know, but that's, it, it's almost like it goes into my whole reason of like, all right, Will Smith wants to be a badass, and they're trying to make this character like a badass. We get it. He shoots guns really good. I don't know, man. Were you mad about Skanky Harley? Yeah. Yeah, I was actually. Because they did show her other outfit in the bag that she was going Yeah, no, that was cool. That was cool. I was but disappointed that she had a bat, not a mallet. But I was. Way. I was more pissed off and irked about her inconsistent accent. I didn't even notice it. Maybe because I was trying to ignore Will Smith, but. Okay. All right. So going on to my number five, um, I'm going to start off with the Rotten Tomatoes score with 79% fresh. And that's Birds of Prey. So my number five is Birds of Prey. Well, 
Well, Ugh. you know what? So Ewan McGregor, fan freaking tastic. He was so fun, so so refreshing as like like just this vile motherfucker, but like still kind of like you know he had like not all bad tendencies. Um, so it was, it was just an entertaining character overall. It was a fun movie. That's like the big difference about some of the other DCEU movies that it was fun, legitimately fun. Um, the Huntress, best character, hands down. Huntress was the best character overall. She was just like this, she wants to be this badass and she is, but she's just kind of like really awkward. Um, actress is Mary Elizabeth Winstead. Uh, she was also in another movie, uh, action movie called Kate. It's on Netflix. Uh, if you liked her in this, you'd probably like her in that movie as well, too. It was really cool. And uh, she will be in the Ahsoka TV show. So another tie-in. So so pretty awesome there. But, um, yeah, I had fun with the characters. And, you know, I'm okay with Spice World's uh, 2.0 and the DCEU. You know, like, girls just want to have fun and kick ass. And they definitely kick ass. Uh, the only one that I was not a huge fan of is Rosie Perez. Um, and part of that is because it, I just always hear the Rosie Perez from white men can't jump. It's like, Billy, get me a glass of water. Like I was going to say just, favorite Rosie Perez movie. Definitely white men can't jump. It's like the only movie yeah, that I ever only, remember only seen. Tolerable Rosie Perez movie. Um, I, I, it just, this movie was so bad that I didn't even appreciate you and McGregor, who I love for many other reasons that are Lucasfilm related. I just, I was just like, can this be over? So. It was just a fun movie though, because like the, the girls constantly kicked ass. So one of the things about that is like, you know, like for a female uh, led movie where it's like, okay, they're going to kick ass. And there's going to be like this long break of like comedic sisterhood bonding. Like there was the comedic sisterhood bonding while kicking ass. And that like the pacing I thought was fine. Like it was, it was good and consistent across the board. Like it, it's not going to win any, you know, Academy Awards, but at the same time, it remained consistent. Like I knew what I was getting within the first five minutes of the movie and I was cool with it. I'm like, all right, strap in our rating too. So it had language. Um, so that kind of adds into the whole adult dynamic of it as well, too. So it's not like the squeaky clean uh, DCEU Spice World version, as you would say. Um, yeah, no, there's like these badass bitches that are going to take out a bunch of thugs with guns, weapons, whatever, whatever way that they can. And a little kid's going to tag along, too. So not only was it like, you know, um, like adventures and babysitting. But it was like hardcore. I'm going to swear. I'm going to kill all these people. I was just, I was along for the ride and I enjoyed it. It was fun. How could you compare adventures in babysitting to this? True story. I never even saw whole, that movie. So it's a whole just, different level of it. great movie with Elizabeth Shue. How dare never you? Saw it. How dare you? Um, yeah. No. Disagree. Agree to disagree or disagree and disagree. 79% fresh. So, yeah. Yeah. No. No. Those are frozen tomatoes, and that's why they're still fresh because of the ice and my cold heart towards this movie. By the way, I, I love to bring up my hypocrisy on things um, and on previous episodes. I'm sure a lot of people of other 
have have noticed it as well too but um i'm not even a big fan of rotten tomatoes uh, a lot of times i'll see a, a rotten tomatoes rating i was like bullshit like i enjoyed that movie it was it was awesome um so yeah the hypocrisy is strong with this one hey same 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 you're gonna love it because are, am i on number number four now you're on number four I'm on number four. My number four was Shazam. Me too. And and all I have to say about this movie, it was a surprise and a good one. Because I always thought the comic character was kind of dumb. Just dumb. Face value, it is kind of dumb, right? I yeah. Mean, it's just but, a kid. But Zach Levi in this movie, wow. Loved it. Just so much loved it. It was fun because like he did exactly what any kid would do if he had those powers you know like the whole testing like oh i didn't even realize i had like i better test this shit out and so yeah it it was fun i I enjoyed it i think i thought incorporating the family was really cool too you know i i never saw the com or the read the comics or saw any of the cartoons or anything like that with him um is that legit like does he have like a family full of orphans and shit I have no idea. I didn't read those comics either because they were lame. But um, yeah, no, I, I, I just I dug this. This is uh, another an actor that uh, he was in some Marvel movies, right? He was in the Thor. He was in, Thor. Yep. He was in uh, Dark World and uh, and Ragnarok for a minute. They killed him off quick, yeah, real Ragnarok. quick, real quick. But I mean, this is a guy that was like the the voice of uh, of of. Flynn Rider in Untangled. Like, I did not see him in the superhero like role per se. Um, and holy cow, it was so great. His suit, though, was kind of ridiculous, wasn't it? I was okay with it. I didn't mind the suit at all. It, it was, you know, it was whatever. The opening of the movie with the with the the back the, the the detail and the why again movies that give me context about characters that i obviously give no shits about and have never heard of like i've heard of them right but didn't follow the story make the story more enjoyable to me so that's one of the things i liked about the movie is it gave context to the to the power and why the other people were trying to get at it and and i i really did enjoy this movie in general um i thought mark strong did a strong job of of you know being the uh being the bad guy in it and he's such a good actor he he's i like him in some things i don't like him in others you know so uh but in general in this movie i thought he was he was really good and i enjoyed it a lot yeah i mean that uh, it's funny though like for that movie i i was looking for critiques but I couldn't really give any in the fact that, you know, maybe from, you know, I'm not that big of a Shazam comic nerd to where like I knew better. Maybe there's someone that, you know, that's a super fan that's like, well, this is, they, they messed up this. Like his family didn't have X amount of members or, or whatever it is. Like, I, I don't know. Yeah. Where but, I can like judge the Batman storylines and things like that. I can't judge the, the Shazam lines right the only other shazam i'm aware of is a really bad shack movie that you want to look up the rotten tomatoes on that i bet it's super low um so i have to correct you on this one it's kazam 
and he's the basketball playing genie. Well, either way, it was terrible. It was so bad. Could, still couldn't hit free throws. <clears throat> no, no. But th- this was this was good. The tie-in at the end where they brought the top half of or the bottom half of Henry Cavill into it, I was just like, oh, really? They're gonna that's great. Like I enjoyed it wholeheartedly. And again, it was a it was a fun movie. It's a it's it it's at four for me because I think that the 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 three I have above it are just resonate a little bit more for me. They're characters I enjoy more. But yeah. it, it, it very much was a good movie. Do you think we were too easy on that movie? Like, because we don't know as much about it that we like, eh, yeah, it's, it's, it's good. It's, it's up when there. you go in was- with no expectations, you're bound to be, you know, in a good, in a happy way. Right. And I think that, you know, the other movies, the other movies in there that were disappointing because, you know, our, our hopes were up. So it's a possibility that it squeaked through on, Oh, what a nice surprise. I expected this to be garbage. I didn't see it in the theater. Neither did I. I saw it well after. Like, it well, well. But I was like, oh, man, this was good. Yeah, I never I never felt the need to be like, oh, God, I got to check that movie out. I was like, meh. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Agreed. Num- number Agreed. three. Number three, you want me to go or you want me you to go? Um, I will go because I, I want to take my I want to plant my flag here uh number three for me is batman v superman so the reasoning as to why i thought that this should be top three is the fact that this is the first time that batman and superman are on screen together if i'm not mistaken going head to head and expectations were high so me being a casual dc fan i just thought it was like super cool that you had and who in my opinion is the best superman with henry cavill i know there's a lot of people that bash him with his acting and all that stuff but um henry cavill he'll 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 be my superman pick just i think he's the best overall um and then batman like i just thought affleck was the best possible batman you know grizzled um yeah the voice modulator which made sense you know instead of just talking like this i'm gonna disguise my voice talking like this and like no you got a computer modulated voice so it made sense but the fact that those two were actually fighting and batman actually used you know the smarts the, all the i hate it when like you're reading like message boards or like you know facebook comments of like with prep, Batman could beat anybody. Shut the fuck up. You know, like Batman can't beat shit. He has no superpowers. But here he did some research and it actually paid off to where it's like he could have killed Superman and he would have killed Superman if he didn't call out for his mom. You know, so that's and so that there is a downside. Is where we lose. But you know what? He Tony Starked it up, he did his pull-ups. He was he was doing his training. But it keep in mind, so not only was Batman and Superman like the two titans of DC on screen for the first time ever, they introduced Wonder Woman in the coolest possible way. She drops into battle 
and I can't remember if she had her little gauntlets up or if it was her shield and that pops into her theme music and I was like fuck yeah man like Wonder Woman's a badass like this is I I was never really um a Wonder Woman fan or really followed Wonder Woman but after that I'm like okay I want to go check out Wonder Woman now because like if she's this much of a badass I'm in and she it looked like she was having fun while she was fighting she gets clocked knocks back into a boulder and she like gives a smirk and like ready to pop right into battle and like that added a fun dynamic to a typical third act cgi battle fest you know i thought she brought some very cool uh, very cool dynamic and th- that whole that whole um interaction with her and batman and superman or batman and superman where he's like she with you i thought she was with you it's like just badass and then these three take the abnormously huge doomsday on which was awful um he shouldn't have been that big but well it's the it's the oh i'm gonna use the batman tech versus the superman tech again it's the fucking spider in wild Wild west to me so you're not going to convince me otherwise but i respect your opinion and do enjoy seeing um you know, multiple superheroes on the screen. Were Though my not, top three are all independent movies. Were you not like super excited like when, when Wonder Woman's music hit right when she popped in? Like you were you not like, hell yeah, like go. It was post Martha. So were you like just checked out? You're just like I, I don't say I was checked out. I mean I dug I, I think Gagado is great and I was a little uh, to be honest with you, I was a little miffed that they didn't give you more backstory. It felt rushed to bring her in to that storyline because she wasn't in either storyline. Right. Either of the two major storylines. Like, oh, let's jam a Wonder Woman into this. So when you're talking about the, the Snyderverse or, or, or you know, um, Justice League, like, hey, we're going to jam more in. This one was the ultimate jam job. And that's why I can't put it that high on my list. I, I wouldn't say it was worse than Justice League. Oh, Justice absolutely! League really shoehorned in. Mm. Well, but, not so. So not the original, not the Whedon Justice League. I agree. It's better. Okay. We both have it ranked above the Whedon Justice League. But I think that Wonder Woman in this get gets a disservice for the intro and the jam job. Go though, it did make a bunch of people go see the Wonder Woman movie. Yeah, but which I think super, a bunch of people would have seen anyway. I think it was super cool though that they gave just a tease of Aquaman cyborg and flash in the movie as well too just like you know like when they click on the little video on the yeah. computer well like, they did they cool. did what they did what they did uh they did what uh they did at the end of was it iron man where he had the files of everybody oh they didn't i, I thought they actually executed it better than than that than marvel? because the, yeah well, marvel, marvel did actually like a piss poor job of you know, doing that, like uh, you could view it as like DC was like, oh, that was shoehorning in because like, oh, I'm just going to click on a computer file and I see all these metahumans like, no, it's it's that's badass, in my opinion, like whereas Marvel, mm-hmm. which we can talk about another episode, but just because we're talking about that now is at the end of the Incredible Hulk. Iron Man goes to General Ross at the end and, you know, like we're putting a team together and, you know, that it's alluding to somebody, right? 
but it's I not clear that, as to who they're alluding yeah. to. <laughs> well, I think that I think that when you look at those Marvel movies, though, they were in, and we could talk about this in another episode. I think that we've already got kind of thoughts about, but the, they didn't know that they were going to get the budget for another movie. They didn't know that it was going to take off. DC was committed in this movie, and they actually drew back from their commitment because of how bad um, Justice League was. But um, yeah, Batman versus Superman better than Justice League. What's your number three? Aquaman. I don't. Aquaman. You didn't mention one actor that I was so stoked was his dad. It was Tamora Morrison. I'm a huge Tamora Morrison fan. Pre Book of Boba Fett, just in general. I was like, oh, what hell other, yeah. That is so perfect. Yeah, no, you can get Django in there. But in general, right? I'm like, hell yeah. Tamora Morrison and Nicole Kidman made Aquaman. I thought that this was, I, I enjoyed this because it was the retconning of a character or the, the better version of a character that it, honestly, in some of my favorite introductions to DC, like Super Friends, was like the lamest ass, white ass, wearing orange character you ever did see. Right. But he was super that it was inconsistent with like how they brought him in. Like they talked about it. It's like, well, you know, he had a trident. Like, why the fuck are they giving him another trident or, or whatever? I don't care about the damn tridents. I, I really didn't give two shits about that. Like I enjoy the, the story behind it. I liked the, the way that they shot it. I thought that the, the, the cinematic when you, when you're going to try and shoot an underwater movie, you're either going to do it or it's going to look fucked. This was good. They balanced the bubble talk versus the not bubble talk. I know that that's a like a lame sounding thing, but just in general, the way that they did it, you got Willem Dafoe to just blend into this movie seamlessly, right? And just not steal too much. He is such a good actor. Love me some Willem Dafoe. But you got that into there. Amber Heard was the weak point, obviously, right? We all can agree with that, but. Just in general, I thought the movie was was sound. It was good. I like the way that he played the character. I like Jason and, and the way that he, you know, was like an unwilling hero when they had to talk through that portion of it. it I, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. And when he was just like, eh, I'm just going to roar through it. And then that didn't work. And he had to actually, like, you know, spend some time. I didn't mind the, 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 the the underwater finding the trident portion of like there was some there's a little bit of national treasure in it like I was okay with that but I liked that they they actually took a not and for DC doing a non Superman or Batman movie is a stretch for them so I loved they took a character that was usually and also ran in most of their biggest things and actually gave him like okay it was so good they're giving it a sequel. And I will see the sequel for sure. What about um, Black Manta? What are your thoughts on? I like that they gave a backstory as he adopted his dad's moniker and he was, there was a reason why he was mad. All right. But yeah, so that's your number three. Um, I'm not super mad at that. I don't completely disagree. Uh, even though my, my pick for Aquaman was at number eight, but. I'm okay with it. I'm fine. It's just because we're friends. We don't want to beat each other up too much. Dude, these are the DCEU movies. I will beat the shit out of these (laughs) movies any day of the week. But I don't care about them. I think that's the big thing. It's like, I don't, 
I wouldn't say I don't care. I'll, I'll talk about any movie, and, and I enjoyed them, but they're not Marvel. They're not like that deep in the heart thing. I think I'm more mad at the ones I'm mad at because they didn't meet my DC expectations. So out of all the movies that you've seen, how many of them have you watched more than once? Most of them. Most of them, really? I have a, I, you know, I watch way too many movies, Dan. And when I used to travel a bunch for work before COVID, I, just, I would watch a bunch of movies over. I just don't understand why you would watch some of these more than once. My number two is The Suicide Squad. How many times so, have you watched that? Twice. Twice. Um, and funny, still funny. I still laugh out loud. I am still into the the campiness, as you would call it. But that's kind of like what the whole James Gunn was going for, like that whole 1970s action vibe where it is kind of ridiculous. And so I was okay with it. The only thing that I was like not 100% thrilled about, uh, which it looked cinematically beautiful, was that scene when Harley Quinn goes like ape shit and she was like, you know, she's killing everyone and then there's like flowers bursting in the background and stuff. I'm like, eh, that's, you know, a little too much. But um, yeah, other than that, like I, I really did enjoy the movie. Like Polka Dot Man, um, I, I can't pronounce the guy's name, David Doshmond or whatever, mm-hmm. but um, fantastic. So good. And, and I thought his as much as his character wasn't really talked about as much um, based on his performance, you could get like a deeper understanding of the character. You know, this Mm -hmm. guy has, this guy has mommy issues and it's just fucking hilarious. And uh, the fact that he dies a hero's death and he's so stoked about being a hero, but just as quick as he's uh, reveling in his new hero stardom, killed right just right then and there. And so I, I like that type of thing because uh, I think I've said this before too, where it's like I kind of like the movies where the good guys don't have an easy win, or even like you know, like it's just a flat out downer. So I, I kind of like that stuff. Um, I was really shocked uh, at Rick Flag dying. I thought for sure that like, oh, they're not going to kill him. There's no freaking way. And so I like it when a movie shocks me. And within the first, you know, 10 minutes of the movie and like, you know, the, the entire team is almost just executed and ambushed. Um, I loved it. But at the same time, it was like, oh man, like, so who's left? Who's, who's, it had me like kind of guessing, like, all right, so I mean, I saw the trailers, but at the same time, like, so what, where do we go from here? And I like the fact that James Gunn was able to tell the stories, like, okay, this was the plan all along. This team was going to get effed up, but we had this other team ready to roll. So um, I liked it. I, it was a, not a completely linear story in the sense that like, okay, it's going to be a straight line that this is, you're going to go from point A to point B, you know, like you're all about the hero's journey while here, I like the fact that it's going to be a journey for those characters, but we don't know where that journey is going to take them. And the fact that they, they messed up the, uh, what was it? The, at the rendezvous point 
where they, they just go in guns blazing they just slaughter the people and uh, it's like oh whoops yeah we we were actually okay we should have we should have kept them alive or whatever but um i love that type of stuff where it's like not everything goes to plan and james gunn takes a realistic look at it and he's able to you know as realistic as you can get with a superhero movie but uh i thoroughly enjoyed it and it broke the mold you know that's one thing that dc um had gotten better at and birds of prey actually broke the mold uh as well too with the r rating and and taking it thematically in a different direction um shazam as well too so i i give those movies extra points for it and uh, i enjoyed it just had fun you know it's like these movies are are there to have fun and uh i had exactly that i had fun i'm not gonna argue with you uh you know i just didn't enjoy the i didn't enjoy the mold breaking as much as you did you know i'm used to this dark and 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 you know gritty dc i keep using that same word gritty because that's how it feels right to me when i when i read through the dc comic world but you know i i don't think it was a poor movie i just didn't it didn't meet my high expectations from james gunn and from what you'd expect from from suicide squad the way it exists for me so i'm going to transition to a movie that we already talked about for my number two um I've got a feeling that our number ones are going to be the same again. Um, but my number two was Man of Steel. I loved this as a return to Superman that was good. To your point, like you got Jorel that worked. You got a really good Jonathan Kent in, yeah. in Kevin Costner. Like they brought some heavyweights out to this. I I loved the that they used um that they got Perry White into it and it was it was um it was Morpheus um why can't it was Lawrence Fishburne I thought he was very good you know I I I I just dug that they made it you know kind of kind of real in that regard and you know the Lois and the 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 relationship was solid but just that that they got the Whereas so many Batman movies retell the killing of Bruce Wayne's parents and, and that whole thing. This is the f- one of the first times that you get Superman's backstory in a film. I know Smallville's been there. I know that they did a bunch of stuff with other, but this is like on film. It's there. It's great. You know, I, I grew up on the, the original Superman with, um, with, with Reeves and, and he was a great Superman, um, but this was just a different time. It's a different time in superhero movies. This was everything you wanted a Superman movie to be, in my opinion. I was a little the the at first the deviation from the original suit, you know, without the the the, the underwear on the outside, bugged me. But I thought Henry Cavill. This is like the role he was born to play. Yeah, I love Henry Cavill in this movie. I hope he never stops playing Superman because it's going to be Henry Cavill as Superman to me is the same as Hugh Jackman as Wolverine. Like, I can't picture any other actor there. I have no problem with different people playing Batman. Never bothered me, right? I, Michael Keaton's still my favorite Batman, um, but but uh, super excited to see him in the Flash, BT Dub. Super excited, like beside myself excited. Might be the DC movie I'm most excited for since I was excited about Batman versus Superman and then disappointed. So this might that, that movie might suck for me. But in general, like really excited 
um, hope that he continues to, to, to play Superman if they do more Superman. Because I can't think of anybody else to do it. I can't. Like, they tried um, in that in that Brandon Rolfe Superman movie. He was um, a dead ringer for Christopher Reeve. He was. I actually liked that movie. I love that Kevin Spacey was in it. You can't put Kevin Spacey in a movie anymore. Yeah. Because it was an alright Kevin, movie. Kevin Spacey is a piece of shit, apparently. But um, in general, uh, uh, this this just worked for me. Amy Adams is so good in everything she does, from The Office to this. Um, but I had a problem with her. Just because I felt like I, you know, in my head and and from all the iterations, you know, I expect Lois Lane to not only just be like a force to be reckoned with just from a, a personality point of view, but also from a stature point of view. And Amy, Amy Adams is like super tiny. I still picture her being the, uh, the candy striper and catch me if you can that marries mm-hmm. uh, Leonardo yeah. DiCaprio's character, the, this tiny sweet girl, um, which I know she has acting range, but I, I guess I just didn't feel that or get that from her performance as Lois. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, I didn't hate her. I was fine with it, but at the same time, it just, it wasn't just like how Henry Cavill and I agree with you on like, I thoroughly enjoy him as Superman. I thought it was a good fit. I just don't think it was a good fit for her as Lois Lane. Okay. There's some dissonance there. I can understand that. You know, some people, for me, the casting of, of, uh, of, of uh, Jesse Eisenberg was, was the problem, you know, with Lex Luthor. So I, I I understand casting can have an impact on opinion, but this worked for me. I, I just, I dug it. I loved that the explanation for the S two, that it means hope. I was like, that's just a cool, good, good on you, man. Because that was new. That was not. I don't believe in comics. Yeah. I, I don't think it was. I could be wrong. And, and I don't know. think it was. Yeah, it was just a. I, I just. I. It was a hard hill to climb, and they summited with no losses, in my opinion. What did you think about? You know. Um him as Clark, because there was a lot of criticism uh, in, in regards to like Henry Cavill as Superman because they had a, this issue with him like as he was growing up like why is Superman like he almost like you know Andrew Garfield and Spider-Man like why is he this emo Superman um, like I, I actually liked it you know seeing him like locked in the broom closet and like, you know, Diane Lane coming out to him is like, oh, the world's so big, mom. It's like, well, then just make it smaller. Just concentrate on my voice. Like, I thought that was really cool. That was like an excellent explanation as to like a little boy who gets these crazy ass powers and how is his mom going to help him? Um, what were your thoughts on like his progression going into being Superman? It was so real. And that's what I loved about it. You know, the, the, the DC I want is the gritty DC, the not, you know, pop off with jokes. Like, give me, because DC's always been more of a human, like, more realistic human approach to things. I mean, you know, Superman's not real. I get that. But in general, it was just so, it was like, that's what I would expect to just go crazy with all these inputs for somebody who's just completely immature. Like, 
you know, some of the, some of the things like, Oh, I just got my powers and I ran real fast. No, like you have to struggle with this. You have to hide this, you know, just because you can do it doesn't mean that you can do it for a reason that wasn't earned. Right. So he's going out and earning it now. You know, he's justifying having those powers and making things better. I, I just, I, I, I dug that part of it where they said, Oh, we're not just going to make you happy, Superman. And, oh, I, I fly. Yeah, I fly. Like, I had to struggle with this. I had to so, deal with my parents telling me not to do it. So so I didn't stand out. So I could be a normal person. Again, Diane Lane and, and, and Kevin Costner couldn't be better. Couldn't think of a better Martha and, 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 uh, and, and I don't know her dad's name. Jonathan. Jonathan Kent. Do you think it was kind of lame that Kevin Costner, like, totally could have at least ran or ducked when he got killed. Like he's like, wait, just stay. Don't come after me. I could probably make some type of attempt to save my life, but just stay right there. And then just mm-hmm. lets himself get taken by the tornado. I think it was, you know, that Clark could have saved him. Right. But he, but he could have done something. He was, but he's so obsessed with with keeping his son a secret that he sacrificed his own life for it. But he didn't necessarily. He didn't have to sacrifice by giving up. He could have ducked yeah, I, something, <clears throat> man. Just something, anything. Just give me something, Kevin. Let Costner. the man look. Let him let let Kevin Costner look at death in the face and take it. He's fucking Kevin Costner. Ah oh, man, he was definitely in a field of dreams after that because he just let himself get taken. Hey, if you if you uh, if you know it's your last scene, you just get as much as you can out of it. But... I had a, a, an issue with that scene. I thought it was very poetic, um, and I thought it totally was you know uh, like good for him on trying to save his boy, right? But a little bit of effort to just save yourself. Don't let yourself get shot by the gun point blank right in front of your face. <laughs> like, but, but you got to remember that this is a different interpretation than the comics. This was not a comic interpretation in the comics. His parents were alive when he died, like the death of Superman, both Jonathan and, and Martha Kent were alive. He didn't right, grow but, up without a dad in the comics. Right, this was their I'm, interpretation to, to get you more of an emo Superman their interpretation of real life of people just trying to do some sort of self-preservation. Like, I just don't get that. Like, I just, I don't buy it. I don't, I disagree with it. Um, They could have killed them some other way. They could have killed them some other way where like, you know, it may, it's, it's just like, you know, the Spider-Man. Did you want him to get shot in an alley? Is that what you meant? It could have been any, it could be any freaking way to prevent him from, you know, like giving up his son or alluding to the fact that he had powers or whatever. I would have been fine with he got shot in an alley. I really would because he like Clark could have stepped in in front of him, saved him. And then Jonathan just like, no, even though he knows he's not bulletproof gets shot anyways, it would have been better than. I don't know, man. He got killed by the most dangerous thing in Kansas, a tornado. (laughs) Um, and I bet the house landed on him too, buddy. Yeah. 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 So here, here's here's another thing too. So um, kind of going back to like your your rib against Batman v Superman 
Um, so wouldn't you appreciate Batman v Superman a little bit more because here's that iteration of, of Henry Cavill Superman who you really like everyone is shitting on this guy and he's just trying to be a good a good American citizen really that's what he's trying to be is a good American citizen and trying to help you know the American citizens but yet you still aren't a big fan of that movie because of Martha just the, the word Martha just the, the resolution of the story is is inconsistent with the setup right it, it just doesn't like they're mad at Superman for one disaster that they haven't even cleaned up from and 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 that's it right and Batman is it, it just doesn't line up from a storyline perspective no to me it doesn't that's, it doesn't that's make why sense. I didn't like, like it is because the back end is disjointed and and just out there and and just Again, they tried to take too many storylines to tie in to try and get people really excited. But those storylines, you know, the the initial Batman versus Superman is because Superman was the enforcer for the world and just in the pocket of the politics, in the, the pocket of the politicians. And Batman was like, no, this is not going the way it should. This is wrong. And Batman was standing up as his last act. Right. In this, it was. It was, oh, some buildings fell, and I drove my Jeep Renegade really, really angrily through the streets. Um, We didn't talk about that in that movie. That was so fucking dumb. Worst product placement in any movie. Like, how dare you? I like I'm going to drive. Bruce Wayne does not have a cheap fucking $22,000 Jeep. There's no fucking way. There is zero chance. Zero Fair no enough. entry level vehicles for Batman. I thought it was a good setup, though. I thought that was like a good setup for like, hey, this it is was why. an interesting way to tie it in. I'll give you that. There was some animosity, an interesting way to tie it in. But in general, it just didn't it didn't do it for me. And we've talked about that. But yeah. uh, again, the, the Man of Steel, I think, I think was a good opening salvo to this because in general, it was their first spin at the DCEU. This kicked it off. And it established a new feel for DC. And you were it had o- to what you weren't okay with him snapping Zod's neck. Superman doesn't kill. Right. Batman doesn't shoot guns. Did that. Batman doesn't kill either. Did that. Um, but yeah, man, like I, I guess like for that. You were, you don't think that you would be okay with it to where it's like he did it once and like, oh, I'm never doing this again. Like, I hate I, that feeling. Again, I hate the I, fact it's my I number two. It. I've looked, I've overlooked that point. I'm okay with it. Um, did I want to see the Phantom Zone? Absolutely. Um, but, you know, it is what it is. It, it, okay. You know, in general, I thought it was a really good movie. I thought that they, they, they took it well, that he was upset about it, that he was, he lost control, all of that. You know, I get it. I get it. But again, I love the movie. Love, okay. love, loved it. That's why Just it's number curious. two, man. Number two with a bullet. Got a it. speeding bullet. Well, that leaves a consensus number one. Please go ahead. I mean, it was just great. It was just a great movie. It was 
the shining star of DC movies. I, I said that Man of Steel had to bring it back, right? Man of Steel had to kick it off uh, post the Dark Knight trilogy. They had to say, okay, we're, we can't do Christian Bale anymore. We can't do Batman. We're going to try something different. We're going to bring Superman in. And that was a great launch of a, of a DC character that didn't get enough pub. And then you brought in Wonder Woman, standalone, so cool. Just all the mythology was there. The island, it was invisible. The whole thing was just so good. The strong women characters and the strong female actors that they brought in to play those characters, getting little, getting a little Thor's mom in there, I believe, right? There's a little, a little Renee Thor's Russo. Mom. Um, wasn't Renee Russo in this movie? No, she definitely wasn't. Okay, I'm mistaking Renee Russo and Robin Wright. That's my bad, Robin Wright. I'm sorry. Um, but I, I just thought that the 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 film in general was so money yeah. so money and patty jenkins killer director yes i just don't what the hell happened with the second one money grab was it though yeah oh god this one was so good this one was really 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 it's good it's just such a tight movie like there's not a part of it where i'm like man i don't like it you know the uh, you know me i'm I'm a big fan of movies that will give me some type of emotional reaction. I found myself smiling uh, during this movie, like, you know, like little Diana trying to be all nosy and trying to train and everything. I was like, Mm -hmm. that's cute. You know, like, yeah, she truly is, you know, like a, a warrior. And even at a young age, she wants to be a warrior and her, her drive and curiosity was something that's relatable to just about any kid you know that's that's one of the things that really tied it in is like i can't relate to superman i can relate to you know like hiding in a broom closet being embarrassed or scared about something but i can't really relate to very much anything else about superman um oddly enough i can relate to a little girl who's curious about stuff and wants to like fight so that's it's like it takes a a lot of skill to um, for the both the little um, girl who was the actor playing her, um, but also the director of kind of setting the scene, but also going into when Chris Pine lands on Themyscira and she's just looking at him, studying him just as that, you know, she's just curious. It's like, oh, I've never seen a guy before, you know, like here's here he is all naked and shit. You know, and, and, and she's just kind of curious and she, it's, it's funny, though. She's like, not impressed. You know, I've seen I've read books. No big deal. It's just kind of funny. And Chris Pine just kind of like, you know, this isn't this isn't just average. This is <laughs> it's a fun movie. No, I, I also liked that they kept it simple, like simple enough. They, they, it was set in a in 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 more of a romantic time. Right. They didn't do it modern. Uh, they, they, they used uh, a more of a classic villainy. Uh, there was a real threat to the world that, that, you know, it was cool to see her take on, you know, God forbid, everybody fights the Nazis. Um, but in general, I, I thought they didn't jam too much into it. There was no invisible jet because you know what? It just didn't fit. So they didn't just jam it in there. Lasso like, of truth though. They've, they fit that in very well, but that's a standard 
Wonder Woman thing. Like, there's no, you don't see Wonder Woman without it. You know what? Something I didn't realize is that I didn't realize Wonder Woman had like a shield and a sword. I just remember the lasso and the gauntlets, and that's it. Yeah. No, the, 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 that's because you remember Super Friends. Yeah. <laughs> the, the shield and the sword thing, I believe, were in the comics. Okay. Um, were you surprised that she was the god killer? No. I mean, she's the, you know. So you, you like, when they were talking about, like, oh, the god killer is the weapon, you know, and when she goes to steal the sword. You, so you thought, like, no, she's the god killer, not the sword. I don't know. I don't know. I just went along with the storyline, really. I thought it was a cool revelation that, you know, it's like, you know, the sword breaks. And she's like, no, the god killer is like, no, she's the god killer. She's the one that mm-hmm. is the badass that's going to, you know, potentially whoop everybody's ass. So mm-hmm. I thought that was kind of cool, too, where she's just like the world with a lot of females is like protect, Mm -hmm. protect the girl. You know, she's fragile, but really like, Oh, protect the world from her because she's a badass. Were you mad that, that Thor stole that when it's not the hammer, it's in you. No, no, it's fine. Because I think that's just like an overall, a good hero's journey as you'd say for for thor uh and for her it's just the revelation of like oh everyone was protecting me from all this stuff um but i could be the source of you know this mass destruction and and i'm the weapon if need be and uh, i was disappointed that um whoever oh god the actor's name the guy from harry potter um oh oh remus um, remus is the harry david Potter's wheeler name. david wheeler all right i was disappointed that he was aries uh, i thought that was like this the big cop out of of everything and um i wasn't the biggest fan that it was like all tied up in a little bow like once he's defeated like everyone just snaps out of it, but eh, I was willing to oversee it because everything else was so good. Even yeah. um, Steve Trevor's assistant, like the I can't remember her name either, but she was a really cool character. Um, you know, took her shopping and everything. I thought the little dress boutique was was very fun. You know, she's just like stretching her legs, kicking in the air, making sure it has good flexibility and everything. <laughs> yeah. She was ready to fight in it. No, it was, it was just, a, it was a good, again, it, they took a lot of, you know, there's definitely some cinema trope there for sure. Right. The battle on the Nazis, the, the, the Tarzan out of the jungle situation with, with, you know, gal doing the, 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 the dress thing. I, I, I think that there's a lot of, a lot of, it just was good. It's just when you follow it. And, and I hate to say this, but when you follow the tropes, you win, you know, when, when you follow the, 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 the story, when you respect the story as much as they respected it for this movie, you, that's why it's number one. That's why it made so much money. That's why it's so highly regarded 
Um, it almost doesn't feel like a DC movie. It's that good. Do you think we are, once again, I, I'll talk about that just like what I talk about with uh, Shazam. Do you think we're too easy on Wonder Woman in the sense that like it was just so much better than Batman v Superman that it just like skyrocketed it's like instantly this is this is a good movie? Well, no, I think that this take on Wonder Woman is, is I mean, because the Wonder Woman TV series was syndicated when we were kids. I mean, you had to see it. Yeah. at some point right and just like the incredible hulk back in the day and and you had an idea of this character this wasn't like a nobody character like shazam um you know True. this was a character that was heavily heavily touched by dc in a lot of different areas and it elevated the character for me it it, it definitely get and again backstory is big for mark it, it's, it's you know um and just being able to give context and, and clarity to that character um, really, really worked for me. And the way that they built her up and the way they made her fallible so people could see themselves in that and, and say, you know, if, if, if this person can do it, I can do it. I don't have these superpowers. But again, you saw yourself as curious and wanting to get out there and, and, and wanting to be involved. And I think that, that it's very similar with this. Uh, very, 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 very prevalent with this movie. And I feel the, the same way that you just are like, oh, I remember being curious and oh, I wanted to play with the bigger kids and, and all that. They just they just hit the good points. They did the thing very fucking well. So just like what you said with Henry Cavill with Superman, I would argue to say that I cannot picture anyone else. No. Being Wonder Woman. No, uh, I, it, I was like so critical because i'm a i'm a fast and the furious um, movie fan and seeing or hearing about her being cast as wonder woman i was like there's no way she's like is she's as thick as my wrist like she's a very thin woman um and so i was thinking like how does that translate over to wonder woman she did a fantastic job you know um she wasn't like jacked or anything but at the same time um uh, I thought she was very well balanced as her poise, the way she carried herself and even just like her physical looks. It was, it was good. Like it, it, it was just fine. Uh, there was no critiques for me. So, um, but yeah, that's, that's something I'm a little bit not concerned about, but like, what are they going to do with wonder woman after the flash movie or during the flash movie? If they do anything with her, like, what could they possibly do? Because that's obviously, you know, Patty Jenkins baby. And also Gal Gadot's like perfect role. Where do you go from here with Wonder Woman? I, I think they could bring her back. Like, just like they, 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 they're thinking about bringing Hugh Jackman in for a Wolverine or, or doing that crossover. Like that's somebody that you just bring in. They're just going to do the thing. Um, but she was an she was like an Israeli defense force person. Like she was in the military prior to to, to all of her uh, modeling and acting. Like Gal Gadot is that true? Is a, yes. Are you sure Gal you're not Gadot like Gal is a badass? Are you sure you're not taking like the Fast and the Furious background because no. that's exactly what she was. She is a badass. Really? Okay. She is legit badass. Like I, I'm. I'm a, a, a big, a big fan. Hmm. Um, but yeah, she served in the Israel, uh, the Israel defense forces. Okay. 
from 2005 to 2007. She was a sergeant. Good for her. Yeah, she could fucking kill you. She'd snap your neck like your fucking Zod, bro. Um, Are you okay if Wonder Woman kills? Wonder Woman doesn't kill. Wonder Woman just punches people through some walls and lassos and shit. She doesn't kill in the comics? I thought she was more of the warrior and that stuff. I mean, she could. It, 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 so killing, to me, there's there's two different kinds of killing, right? There's the, the maniacal version and the, like, as a result of an ass whooping, right? And I don't think that that's really covered in comic movies because you don't get black and white like that. Batman makes a big deal about it because all of these separate uh, characters from Batman murder maliciously. I don't, I think it's more of a, a cartoony, oh, they, they're really, they're sleepy when it comes to Wonder Woman, right? Wonder Woman, like, kicked the shit out of someone out of, like, a brick wall. So I'm sure mm-hmm. that person's dead. They're, they at least have some medical bills and probably a spinal. They're, they're definitely dead. They're definitely dead. No one yeah. goes through a brick wall at that velocity. I mean, and, nobody uh, falls from the top floor of a mall without getting hurt either. So true. there's that. Yeah. There's that. Do you think that the greatness or the, the really quality of this movie really affected where we ranked 84? I think so. I think it did because I was really let down. Uh, I mean, if I were really to compare it head to head against Aquaman, I mean, that's that's my number. Wonder Woman 84 is nine. Aquaman's number eight. I could probably bump it up a spot there. I might be able to bump it up above Snyder Cut, um, but I don't know. The, part of the reason why I like some of those other movies is like the whole grandiose, just like what I said about Batman v Superman. You know, mm-hmm. like with the Snyder Cut being ahead of Wonder Woman is the fact that you've got all of these awesome characters and a little bit more fleshed out backstory for the other necessary characters, and cinematically it's better. Um, I can't say Wonder Woman 84 was cinematically impressive because the things that they really were, that they were really good in uh, Wonder Woman is Themyscira. All right. I already saw it. You guys are going to do a, an obstacle race. Yeah. Okay, fine. But nothing, there's nothing too new there. Um, the eighties wardrobe was pretty badass. Uh, the eighties references and everything, invisible jet fantastic but i wouldn't say cinematically you know that that's not so much mm-hmm. better than the costuming and wardrobe of the 19 whatever 30s or 20s or whatever it was let's call it let's call it world war ii i don't, I don't think it was world war ii i think it wasn't in world war one could have been world war one either way they're the fucking germans dude it's been so long since i've been in school i don't even know what year that is but um mm. Yeah. But um, yeah, no, I, I think you, you're probably right. Uh, where if the first one wasn't as impressive, I probably wouldn't have been as hard on that because I still enjoyed her as a character in pretty much every movie that, that Wonder Woman appears. Yeah. But they, I think that's, that is the weakest Wonder Woman appearance as a whole. You know, the mall scene was really cool. You know, it gives a little wink to the girl. That's awesome girl power right there. But I wasn't like too enthralled with her 
um, as I was like, I was captivated by her in Batman v Superman, Justice League, and in Wonder Woman. Wonder Woman 84, I was like, she was almost like taking a back seat of like, okay, well, Chris Pine is there. And then we have to do something with Pedro Pascal. So he's going to take a little bit more of a forefront. And so I think that may have been where the movie suffered. Yes, it's a Wonder Woman movie, but I don't think she was featured as such. I'll agree. I'll agree. And you've got to build a universe out. You can't just run yep. the feature of her the whole time. But yeah, th- th- this was just hands down the best DCEU movie across the board. Yes. I think we're I think we're pretty solid there. Even with a weak third act villain CGI boss battle. Um, even with that, it still was by far the best movie. But I can't be mad at your number two with Man of Steel. Yeah. I, I will watch Birds of Prey again. Just you just should. for you. Just for you and your rotten tomatoes, the time you took to look up rotten tomatoes. I will, I will, I will at some point watch it again and let you know, but it's not a priority. I, I can't lie. It's not a priority. So, well, but we'll I will take up, it off the no chance in hell list. How about that? Uh, we'll finish up on, uh, just because you mentioned Rotten Tomatoes. So the biggest surprises in contrary to Rotten Tomatoes is my number three of Batman v Superman, which is rated at 29% Rotten. I and agree with top that. Twenty nine percent. Your Suicide Squad, David Ayer's Suicide Squad, is twenty six percent rotten. And what number was that for you? That was my number five. Number five. Okay, twenty six percent rotten. Um, Man of Steel was up. Well, that was your number two, right? Yep. Man of Steel fifty six percent rotten. Um, that was my number six, but I, I do enjoy that movie. Uh, that might be the movie I've seen the most out of everything. It's also the oldest. Right. Um, but everything else kind of falls on par. Um, on the opposite side of the spectrum, uh, Justice League Snyder Cut for me was at number seven, and that was at 71% fresh. I think that is just generous considering the Whedon justice League. yeah it's a hype fresh just like birds of prey might be a hype fresh or the suicide squad might be a hype fresh mm-hmm. broke the mold my friend broke the mold my friend mm. good <laughs> don't use the mold again so it's what broken. do you think about future episodes dc movies going forward i mean I do enjoy some 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 Batman verse, like just going through the, the 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 Batman movies because for so long that was the only superhero movies we got, right? When it comes to to Keaton and and that, and I think that once we see, um, you know, Cedric Dickery play Batman, maybe we'll uh, maybe we'll have to rank Batmans or something like that. But DC in general, I I I, I can't say that I'm excited by anything that they've got going right now. Um, I haven't watched the Peacemaker series. I've heard that it's, you know, not bad and, and, and pretty good. But uh, again, I'm, I'm just like, I don't care. Like they've, they've done so much damage 
to what I enjoyed in comics that, you know, the, given the, the, the Christian Bale Batman series, I enjoyed. Um, I liked the last one more than the middle one. Um, I also enjoyed Batman Begins a lot. I, I wasn't as high on the Dark Knight as everybody else. We're going to uh, have to save that for another conversation then. That's we crazy. We talk about that. <laughs> All right, man. Well, uh, that wraps up this episode. Once again, this is Dan, the part-time adventure. And Mark, the resident Jedi. Thanks, everyone, for tuning in, and we will see you next time. Like and subscribe. 